Hello, welcome back to the Learn to Code podcast. It's been quite a long time since the last episode. I've been dealing with a lot of uh, issues here with my... Um, I am still unemployed, still looking for a job. Um, and I decided that since it's going to take me quite some time to get another job, maybe I should just um, try to make the best of the time that I already have with the free time. Um, uh, I've been playing video games, <laughs> mostly. Uh, but after January finished, uh, by the end of January, I was pretty much sick of video games. So I began developing um, uh, a full-stack web development uh, project on my own, and I'm making the um, the uh, a Montessori school website again. Um, initially, I was making it uh, a static website, just HTML, CSS, and JavaScript for... Uh, for some animations and bootstrapping the thing. Um, after doing that, I was able to um, host it for free in GitHub. And after a while, that uh, that seems to be working pretty well. Uh, but my family, which is the uh, the actual clients, uh, so to speak, they don't really pay me. Uh, but um, I'm doing the work for them. Uh, it's going to be quite hard to sell the idea of paying uh, monthly for uh, Node.js hosting, but I guess that if I see the results of the website um, and how dynamic it can actually be, I think that I'm going to be able to um, keep going on that way. Uh, anyway, the thing is, uh, my wife is uh, has been released from uh, her afternoons. He, she was taking a course, um, so she's going to be free in the afternoons. So I'm thinking about taking this project with her and develop it together. She's going to be helping me a lot, I guess. And uh, she seems to agree. Uh, we are both going to be uh, getting back to actual de uh, web development. And it's going to be um, it's going to be a good idea to start this, uh, this project together. Um, it's always great to have uh, somebody else to rely upon and to know that she's there to have my back. I hope this, uh, since it's not going to be uh, any payment of any sort, so I hope that um, uh, that her cooperation uh, is not going to be optimal, of course, because she's not going to be paid, and neither do I. But maybe we can both use this project as a portfolio project, and perhaps uh, show this to somebody else that may actually allow us to get another job. And, well, that's basically the plan. I'm going to be developing the website using Node.js. It's going to be an Express an Express JS application, which means that mostly we are going to be working with uh, uh, with a template system. Uh, that means that we are going to be building templates for our web pages, and I, we are going to be passing uh, objects in order to uh, fill the fields inside the template. Um, and that's pretty much it. We are going to be working with, I already know how to work with the three major template systems. Um, the template, uh, the rendering system I'm going to be using is going to be EJS, which is very common and my wife is very familiar with it. Um, I do believe that I uh, learned how to use a couple more from a course, uh, but even though AJS is quite, um, uh, quite complex compared to the other two, the truth is that um, it's combination of HTML and uh, JavaScript directly inside the HTML 
uh, web page is so powerful and so easy to understand that um, that's my favorite anyway. The other two templates engines are very good. I uh, They are simpler to write, uh, but I am afraid that I cannot work directly with an HTML web, web, uh, web page that already exists and converting it to, to those templates in an easy manner. So EJS, EJS seems to be the way to go because we already have a static website. So that's going to be what I'm going to do. Um, the ExpressJS does have, um, uh, uh, how do you call it, uh, an initiation process that allows me to initiate a very sophisticated ExpressJS application uh, with a simple command. And basically this application runs on the node, obviously. And for deployment purposes, uh, I was thinking about deploying the, the website using Heroku. I was considering AWS at the start, but the overhead that that would require for me to, uh, to endure is going to be too great. So I changed my mind and now I'm going to be using Heroku. It's simpler. Um, the, the pricing is very, uh, very reasonable. I was calculating around $25 a month. Uh, I mean, uh, $28 a month if I went with the AWS uh, option. Um, and that's considering using the free tier. I no longer have free tier on my main account, um, although I can create another one, I guess. Uh, but the thing is, I decided to work with Heroku. Seems to be the easier way to go. Uh, other than that, uh, Heroku is easier to implement. My wife knows already how to deploy using Heroku. Uh, so we, we are both familiar with it. And uh, it's going to be a, a very simple project at the start. So the, the first phase of the, of the project is going to be to basically um, refactor or basically uh, refactor the website as it is into Node. So instead of having these HTML files st being statically um, serve to the clients. Instead, we are going to convert those HTML web pages into EJS templates and use those templates to render the web page and send it back to the end user. This is going to allow me, just by doing that, I'm going to uh, allow myself to have a lot of more time because it's going to be saving me a lot of time. For example, um, in every single web page, I do have a main menu. This main menu tends to be updated from time to time. Uh, the thing is that we already have around uh, 50 web pages, different web pages in the in the site. In the site, um, those are not too many, I think. Uh, but the thing is, uh, although they are not that many, uh, if I need to add a new link to the main menu or or a sub menu, for that matter. Um, or modify anything um, in in the menu. I need to not just modify it in the main web page, in the index web page. I need to uh, replace or modify the, the main menu on every other single web page where that main menu appears uh, because it's a static website. So 50 web pages need to have the updated link. And it's a chore. Um, I already tried to replace uh, to automatically replace the thing using Visual Studio Code. I can globally search and replace code uh, using Visual Studio Code in a quite uh, not, so, uh, uh, not so complex manner. Uh, still, uh, not all web pages are the same. 
and I need to basically get inside every single web page just in order to uh, make sure that the web page is going to actually work. Uh, having said that, it's a lot of work. It's not hard. Uh, it's not actually hard, but it's very uh, laborious. Um, and especially with photo galleries, um, the, the problem is exponentially uh, incremented due to the, to the amount of pictures. Uh, that's another thing that I want to talk about. Um, pictures. Uh, the client, in this case, takes the pictures and post them to social media. So we download those pictures from social media and unload it directly to the website. Uh, we set the file, um, in this case, in GitHub. So we actually add the pictures inside the Git repository. Uh, it's simpler to use, and GitHub already manages um, to work with large files anyway. So I'm using that. Uh, so I'm saving pictures and code in the repository, which is not recommended. Um, but since I consider that uh, it's going to be a limited number of pictures, and initially we were not going to have a photo gallery, so I consider, you know what, for around 20 pictures, it's not going to be um, that much of a problem, I guess. Uh, yet, after a while, uh, we added a photo gallery with a lot more pictures, and I didn't bother to remove them from the repository. I just keep adding them. Uh, so the repository is growing way larger than intended um, just by adding those um, basically binary files, uh, those picture files. Uh, unnecessary. Uh, I am from the school of just saving code, and this experience just reaff reaffirmed my, my commitment to that. <laughs> no pun intended. Do uh, not uh, do not include pictures and or large files for that matter. Just source code. That should be uh, the only thing that should be safe as an object inside it. And that's it. Having said that, I make I made a sin, uh, but the consequences of it are not too big at the moment. Besides that, um, uh, a photo gallery. Uh, is more than enough excuse to to export this website and make a Node.js version of it. Why? Because I can create users, make a, a, a an authentication mechanism using Node.js, and basically create administration accounts and allow these users to basically upload pictures to the website, uh, special, specifically to the galleries, uh, not really for the other parts of the website. Uh, I am considering allowing uh, some sort of uh, mechanism to create a dashboard maybe and allow the, the end user to modify the main web page content as well as um, adding a blog. Adding a blog seems to be one of the simpler tasks out there. I do have a plan to add in a blog to the website. Um, there, there are a lot of uh, node packages in NPM in the node package manager. Uh, I guess I can use those. I'm going to um, review uh, Node.js courses in Udemy, and I'm going to uh, apply the upload of files uh, chapter and the download of files chapter, um, authentication chapters. There's a lot of chapters or a lot of things that I want to implement, including um, online payment, including uh, sending email directly uh, from the website, uh, no opening another application needed uh, kind of thing, I guess. 
So there is a lot of things that I'm still learning how to do properly. Um, I graduated from a bootcamp, but bootcamp seems to be very shady in the sense of they just show you how to do a specific example. Um, for ex uh, let's say um, we did create a blog website, uh, but this blog just included a text uh, field to write down the the main title of the post and a text area to write down uh, the actual content of the post. Uh, but this means that the entire blog post is just uh, an HTML paragraph, basically. Uh, I'm not uh, able to insert pictures uh, unless I made the, the picture um, uh, a file upload field. Um, so it's, it's not very friendly, uh, so to speak. So I discover that there are packages out there that allow me to create a text editor uh, with very complex logic and mechanisms. Um, I do realize one called Editor.js. I haven't been able to make it work on my end. The last time I tried that uh, specific um, text editor um, was a year ago. So perhaps uh, this time I'm going to try it way harder and and ask around, maybe there is more documentation. Uh, a year ago, this Editor.js plugin, or whatever you want to call it, um, seems to be quite new in the market. So not many people know, knew about its assistance. Um, so I guess that's why not many people uh, had created tutorials for it. Not even the... I'm following the tutorials on the actual website of this plugin. Didn't help me out, uh, because the website assumes that I already know how to actually do the thing. <laughs> so uh, no videos. Uh, I found one video, uh, but this, the dude on the video also skipped a lot of explanations. Um, so basically I wasn't able to use the, the, the Editor.js at all. Um, my plan is to, to dedicate real time to that, not just watching uh, tutorials or looking for a, a straight answer. Perhaps I'm going to find one a year after the fact, but mainly I just... Um, I'm just trying to, to, to find a way to create blog posts or content in general in an easier way because I'm not going to be the end user. Um, if I was going to be the end user, any other page I want, including blog posts, I will just create um, uh, a template for the, blog, for the post itself and just fill it with, uh, with data. And that's it. Uh, I will just create... Uh, uh, a MongoDB object uh, and read the JSON file and load the JSON inside the template and call it a day. That will be easier for me. I don't need to create a dashboard for myself, but um, uh, I think I'm going to need uh, to create a dashboard for the end user because I'm not going to be the end user of that. Um, and the last, and the that's the second part. The, the first part was uh, uh, refactor the code of the static website and make it dynamic using templates with EGS. The second part of my plan is to, well, the first plan is basically just refactor the thing. Um, it should be rendering the same. Uh, this time it's going to be rendering on the server side. That's the that's quite the difference. Uh, I'm not going to be serving HTML, HTML files directly. My plan is to, uh, to export this project, this static website into a Node.js no project. Uh, second part of the plan is, um, uh, add um, an authentication system and 
obviously, after I authenticate into the website, I should be able to add blog posts um, and basically have a, a blog inside the website. I should be able to upload pictures, to upload link to, to YouTube videos, upload links, obviously, to other websites, and buttons to easily share to social media. This includes uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and whatever else is out there. So uh, that's basically it. Build a, a, a block system inside the website. Uh, the third part, that was the second part, I believe. The third part is expanding on the authentication system and uh, not just allow an administrator of the website to log in and add content, but to allow um, student parents, the parents, to log in using uh, an account that we are going to create for them and allow them to see uh, their children's grades as well as their monthly payments history. Uh, that will be the very basics. And from that on, uh, I would like to ask around uh, my client, my parents, what would they want to see on the website? Um, basically, build from that on, um, having that's my three-part uh, plan, I guess, refactoring the website into Node. Second part is going to be uh, building the authentication system and building the block. And the third part is going to be uh, creating, expanding the authentication system to include parents to allow them to see their children's grades as well as their payment history. All this is good and dandy, and um, I'm planning to uh, to host the entire thing on Heroku at the time. Um, I do have the flexibility to to build a Node.js uh, stack uh, on AWS, so it's, it's on it's on the table. I haven't discarded that, and uh, that's basically it. So um, I'm going to be including my wife in this podcast. Maybe the thing is, my wife doesn't speak. English very well or at all and I find my own English uh, quite bad in my own opinion uh, yet I do my best to uh, speak to you uh, and I try to practice my pronunciation um, uh, every single time I can I guess so just to respect the listener I'm going to keep speaking in English on this podcast Yet, I am considering making another one in Spanish with my wife to keep following the progress of this project and overall spend time with her. Well, thank you for listening and see you later.